Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. What is this, uh, Marty? Uh, some kind of a rate? 1,500 miles on the most diabolical of roads. The Monte! The Monte! The Monte! The Monte! On the contrary, he hit us. Oh, yes. <laughs> I could just huddle here, no. like, yes. until I just warm up a bit. <laughs> How's that? Is that all right? I'm He's not crowding you, am I? You got enough room? Yeah, yes, terrific. <laughs> Suspension. Monday, 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 Monday
Dennis Cage from my, and that's Stacey David. Just you know, just like 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 Dennis, Sonic, hurry, would you Sonic, hurry, Dennis? Sonic bombing this 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 this. this, this. I'm Dennis Cage from My Classic Art, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. No, you're listening to Nostalgic Radio that's and Cars. That's what I said. Yes, that's, I said Nostalgic. Nostalgic Radio. Nostalgic, and cars. Ra- you that's know, Stacy. Yeah. You know, I don't know what to do. You can dress him up, but you can't take him out. You know what I mean? Why not, man? You're paying this time. <laughs> Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm your show host, Robert. Hey, look, I said it right for a change. Hey, Cedric, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Did I do it right? Yeah, you did it right. Okay. Now right. two names right tonight. Very good. Alan's here. Hey, yeah. Alan, how's it going? We forgot the, we got to do the little do 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 you got to get on the road before you play the music anymore. Yeah, you got you to gotta wait till I get the... Yeah, he's got to get a cue. Right? Fa- right. No, no, I have to fade out the theme song. I can't, oh, you have to fade I out? I can't right. crash into it. That yeah, would the be, original theme song. All right, let's try it again. Very, that would right. be very un- unprofessional. Hey, welcome. You're tuning into the Star Trek Simon Templer. No, we need to re-edit that so it says Alan. We should do that. Can you fake a good British accent? Uh, not really. I can't even <laughs> do one for real. <laughs> All right, try one more time. All right, play the sound effect. <laughs> Why are you gonna are you gonna say something in uh, in, in German? <laughs> no, not in German. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah. right, right. Robert's gonna do his Gert Froben impersonation. <laughs> yeah, Goldfinger. <laughs> uh, I heard you, I heard you on the Blind Man Allen show the other night. Did they re- oh, did they play that show? That played, it played oh, on yeah. it played on Friday night. Yeah, I heard it. Okay, it did. Yeah, it's a German guy. Again. Since he opened He's his some mouth. German oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, again. let's try one more time. All right, all right. This is Simon Templer. We need to find the older version. Yeah, and it's remarkable because I look just like Roger Moore. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> I've been mistaken for him. I said, no, my steering wheel is on the left. <laughs> Anyway, write your computers at Google, uh, tadtalk1340.com. I think that's it, right? And you can see us live here at the studio. Live and in color. Live and in color. Yeah, actually, colorless wave. Hello. Hi. And uh, don't forget to... Duh, 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 duh. See, I'm having... I'm having, I'm having. I'll explain why I'm totally confused. Is that an Elvis moment? Yeah, an Elvis moment. Anyway, go to our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, Golfstream Motorsports and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure and give us a big... But while you're on our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com, don't forget to uh, check out our uh, Nostalgic Radio and Cars podcast page, just in case you missed any of the last four years' worth of amazing interviews and broadcast out of this little studio here. Right, Cedric? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, what are, oh yeah, don't forget to check out our stuff oh, page. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm absolutely right. Hey, you know what? Go ahead and queue up the uh, radio show giveaway thingy. Oh, Because I, I, I'm in the mood to give something away today. <laughs> what if what if it's Rob? It's okay. It's all just his. put him on hold. <laughs> all right, first time callers. <laughs> hey, for a free radio show giveaway, give us a call here at the studio at seven two seven four four one three thousand at seven two seven four four one three thousand, and you can win a license plate frame from Classic Design Concepts out of Michigan. Now they're uh, well known. For coming with some really cool car modifications to Mustangs. Uh, they've done some Camaros. They've done uh, some uh, and fire if you, call, if you call in now and you're not Rob, 
I'll give you one dollar. <laughs> one American Federal Reserve note if you call now. I, I promise to pay Federal Reserve. Yeah. 826-1340. Cedric's raising the ante yeah. there. Yeah, spend by yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Spend by Tuesday as the debt ceiling climbs. Oh, yeah, this is not a political show. But anyway, uh-oh, uh-oh. phone's lit up. Phone's lit up. There you go. Put it Lighten up again. Put it on ignore. <laughs> put it on ignore. Anyway, all right, Alan, here, let me tell you what happened this past week. Last week we did a show, and it was uh, I had a, uh, one of our guests on and a friend of mine, Jim Wicks. And Jim Wicks is uh, involved in putting on the uh, Mid-America Shelby Ford Nationals. Now, it started out as just a Mid-America Shelby meet, and it takes place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, I've been to a number of Shelby meets and car shows and this and that around the country, but I've never been to Tulsa. And so we had Jim on the show last week, and we talked a little bit about it. And earlier that afternoon, I was calling a friend of mine in Orlando, and he wants to remain silent or anonymous. Anonymous. So I'll just say my friend in Orlando, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I called Pete up for some parts. Pete goes, I'm busy right now. I'm loading my truck. Call me back in an hour or two. And I go, okay, why? Where are you going? He goes, I'm going to Tulsa. And he goes, oh, you're going out to uh, Mid-America. I said, I got Jim Wicks coming on the show tonight. And uh, then I jokingly said to him, I said, hey, you got room for a stowaway? And he goes, uh, yeah, we could always use an extra hand. And I said, no, I'm serious. And he goes, yeah, I'm serious, too. And I said, uh, okay, so, uh, well, what, what, what would the accommodations be? He says, well, I got, uh, I got a crew cab. And uh, <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll bring my toothbrush. Well, anyway, I wasn't sure, but actually, after the show last week, I decided to pack, and I left. At like, And I was busy doing stuff, catching up on my emails and all my other stuff. So by the time I got to the point where I was ready to leave, it was like 1 o'clock, okay? Because I had to do all this, my correspondence to get that stuff out of the way because I was going to blow out of town. And there's nothing more exciting than doing a spontaneous trip, which I'm... Especially halfway across the country to look at a bunch of old cars. 1,400 miles. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's halfway. It's almost in the middle of the country. Okay, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've never been there. Yeah, we're talking... Tornado Alley here is what yeah. we're talking. Tulsa, Oklahoma, it's in that Route 66 song, so there you go. Yeah, well, actually, it does, we we actually hit caught a stretch of Route 66. So anyway, so I get to Pete's house, my buddy Pete. Big shout out to you. Big shout out to your buddy Todd because I met Pete's bestest buddy Todd, and now all three of us are bestest buddies. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and when he's traveling a truck with a couple guys for three days out west and three days out back, or two days, or one and a half day or whatever it is, but let's say you're you're trapped in a vehicle, you know, you just become comrades, <laughs> comrades. So anyway, so uh, I, we left at like five a.m. in the morning, and we boogied all the way out there, and of course we, you know, jaw jacking and yakking and going here. We first stopped off in Atlanta, and we had to check out a car for one of his customers, and that kind of took us out of the way for probably about two and a half, three hours. So we got sidetracked. Then we boogied on across uh, from Atlanta over towards Alabama into um, Birmingham. Up through Mississippi, through Arkansas, okay, and then into Oklahoma, and uh, it was really pretty scenery. You know, you don't really re- you take the country for granted because we're always trapped here in this little itty bitty town that we it got. Was, you don't have to look up palm trees up there either. No, no, no it was palm re- trees or alligators. No, no, it was beautiful. It was green. It was hilly. It was just really just great landscape, great scenery. And uh, so anyway, we come rolling into the uh, to uh, Tulsa on uh, Thursday morning or Thursday midday. And the first thing we did is we went to the Hallett Racetrack, okay? That's where they were having to swap me in some vintage races. And uh, that was a pretty cool event. So we were there for the afternoon. We loaded up, uh, unloaded a bunch of stuff in the truck. We had like a swap meeting course. I kind of moseyed on around in my usual networking and stuff like that. And it was a pretty cool track. It's a small track. It's 1.8 miles long, so just a hair under two miles. Really nice, very, very tactical track. As the story goes, as the story goes, because I actually interviewed 
interviewed uh, Scott Stevens and his parents or uh, his family is the current owner and um, operator of the of the race course, and it's about an hour, I guess, north of uh, Tulsa. And uh, as the story goes, the racetrack was built and designed by a guy who was a former race car driver and owned another racetrack. And how the racetrack was formed, and you'll hear this in the interview because we did an interview, but we'll play it at a later date. He just got in his tractor, started driving around the field, up and down, and made a course. Then he did the following again in a Jeep, and then he did it in a car. And he kept going around and around until he got it the way he wanted. So you've got decreasing turns, you've got increasing turns, you've got positive camber, negative camber, you've got hard turns to the left, hard turns to the right. And he came up with a really cool road course, and it's very, very nice. And yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you there, Mr. Obama. Uh, see, he listens to the show because he's a car fan, too, even though he wants to do away with the internal combustion engine. Okay. Well, he thinks the car is yellow with liars? the sun on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Ted. Um, anyway, so but the way they got this course set up is really cool because they actually run the track clockwise and counterclockwise. What are you people? <laughs> Very good. Clockwise you are, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's a really cool track. And uh, so I was pretty impressed with it. It's not real wide. It's only two cars wide. So, you know, it gets kind of busy. But you got to work. You got to work at it, right. So anyway, so then we left. We went back to the hotel. The hotel was a host hotel, I think, which was the Marriott in uh, downtown or that part of uh, Tulsa. And um, the next day they had, well, wait a minute. No, I think it was that night. They had a downtown car show, which was really cool. They had eight hundred cars show up the whole streets were blocked cars just kept coming and coming and coming i was originally designated for the uh, mid-america guys but then all the locals started showing up so not only did you have all the fords because it's a mid-america shelby ford nationals Ford being one of the big sponsors there and shelby american obviously but we had chevrolets we had camaros we had sports cars you had all kinds of stuff there you know mopars you name it it was all there so and sure. everybody, right on dig it man <laughs> And everybody got along really, really well, so it was fun. All right, the next day we went back out to the road course. We had set up the swap meet and stuff. Of course, yours truly, I got one of my notorious migraines, so I was kind of like a, a total waste that day. But I sat in the truck and crashed for a little bit. Finally, I said, You're "I got to get." So <laughs> oh, that was a sudden fused invitation. Anyway. Uh, I wanted to ride in the course, right? And I was supposed to ride with a gentleman by the name of Fred Hilbert, who owns the first Shelby GT350R model sold to the public that was originally owned by Tom Yeager, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's of uh, SCCA slash Shelby fame back in the 60s, okay? He raced with Bob Johnson. They're both out of Ohio. So, unfortunately, I wasn't really up to containing my cookies for that ride. Oh, so, man. as I was standing on the road... A bag of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was standing there at the starting grid, they were just doing the little parade lap, you know? And the last car to go out was a girl by the name of Carla. Carla, here's a big shout-out to you, sweetie. And uh, she's about 25 years old. This is her Mustang, and she always wanted to be a drag racer, but she likes road racing, and she had taken the road race course there. So I said, hey, are you going around on the course? She says, yeah. And I said, do you mind if I... She looked harmless, really. I'm a little six-cylinder, late-model Mustang. I thought, what could possibly go wrong, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, yeah, sure, stra- hop in, strap in, you know? So I, and I said, do you mind if I do, uh, you know, take some pictures and stuff? She says, fine. So she takes off, and the first lap or two, she's kind of cool. You know, the second one, she's going a little faster. Third one, a little bit more aggressive to the point. Now, I did actually pulled up my audio equipment and 
and I interviewed her while we were going around the track. What? And she's, you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. She's got a really cute, you know, Oklahoma, Southern kind of, you know, drawl, you know, almost Texas, Oklahoma style. And uh, so it's kind of like we're in and out because as she's going around the turns, you can hear the tires squealing in the cars. We're making the turns. And, of course, I'm getting sloshed around in the car. So the mic's interface, out of her face, interface, out of her face. You know, am I doing this right? I like that. That's the way it was. So <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting dizzy just listening to it. Bag of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> and we almost need a toilet flush, but... <laughs> anyway, so as I was going around the track, the slower cars took kind of like pulled off the course. So now it's left to like seven or eight other cars. Now it starts picking up. At that point, now keep in mind, I was filming, I was moving, I was talking, and we're going on a road course. I wasn't feeling too good to begin with. So for the last three laps, I just kind of like sat there and looked out the window, and I was taking subtle, deep breaths because I didn't really want to spew on the side of her car that would have been, been taste. very bad taste all right very embarrassing because here this radio guy you oh, know, there's comes, that spewing guy there's that spewing <laughs> he'll throw up on your shirt oh that was bad <laughs> anyway so that was kind of cool we did the the lap around the track and it was pretty fun it was enjoyable so anyway we went back and then that night they had a um i think they had the banquet and they had uh, a bunch of people there and they were giving away awards and presentations the usual banquet yada 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 stuff the next day we all went to the drag strip so they got a drag strip up there it's called to- tulsa raceway and that was kind of cool we set up again swap meet because we had three days a row of swap meets actually four if you count sunday so we did the swap meet thing and meanwhile i went over there i was taking pictures i was in the tower and all over the place and what was really interesting since it wasn't a sanctioned race we were able to get right up behind the cars as they're in the bleach box or the water box, whatever you want to call it, you know, doing burnouts and stuff like that. Um, melted rubber on your face, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But you know what's interesting is, you know, they really, unlike the cheapskates around here that don't really grease the track, those tracks out there, this is so funny, they actually did, at 1 o'clock, they stopped the races and they performed a wedding. There was a couple that goes there every week and races. They decided they wanted to get... They wanted to uh, share their vows or whatever. That, how does that go? They get married. Drunk, drunk and <laughs> stupid. There's no way to go <laughs> Anyway, they, wanted, they decided to get married, okay? So everybody was taking pictures. But what was funny is everybody descended onto the racetrack into the, uh, the um, uh, what's that called? You know, the, 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 where the cars take off. Right. And it was so sticky, people were leaving their shoes <laughs> and, and I wear slip-ons. My shoes were just about coming off, but you had to kind of rotate your feet, and you could get them off the, the stickiness thing. But so many people got their flip-flops stuck on there, and you know how they're kind of like thongs? And, and old school, you know, thongs the way we were when we were kids. Yeah, Zories. Yeah, something like that. Well, anyway, so these people were ripping their, their little flip-flops there. They were all sticking to the side, and then they'd yeah, have to take their... how about that? <laughs> you weren't there. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, And Robert was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, but it was a lot of fun. They had a, a bunch of uh, the new Mustang coverage cars were out there, and they were running 930s, 920s, 940s out of the box at 148, 150 miles an hour. Street cars. Street cars. Yeah, these are just, this is just out of the box, off the showroom, coverage at Mustang. You know, the new one that's out there with the killer little motor in it. And uh, so they were doing pretty good, plus they had other cars. So they had, anything, they had everything from, you know, your little Pinot that was out there running 18... 18- 90s in the in the quarter. That's a fast sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Thanks, Scooby. But anyway, so uh, and that evening, what we do that evening? That evening, we just kind of kind of hung around in the lobby, and everybody just was jaw jacking and stuff like that. Watching NASCAR and drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. So anyway, uh, oh yeah, you know what was going on was judging. 
they were judging some of the cars. Now, I'm going to save that for another show because that is a whole... button here. <laughs> That's a whole story in itself, how that whole process goes. But anyway, so I was hanging out with Kevin Marty and some of the other guys that I know, and Kevin and I were talking. So if you ever need uh, documentation and paperwork and all this stuff, uh, detailed stuff about your car, be sure and check out Marty Works, our good friend Kevin Marty. He's been on the radio show, and he can get you the Marty report for your Mustang, and it'll tell you when your car was built, what your car came with options, and so on and so That was a low your update, basically, right? Pretty much a low your update, right. Just yeah. say, show me the car facts. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You guys are so on cue tonight. Big round of applause for our friend Cedric and my son Bobby in the, in the production room there. Anyway, all right, so now Sunday rolls along, and it's raining in that morning, right? And stormy, gusts of winds and all stuff. So, But everybody, you know, car guys, we don't care. We'll show up in the rain. Rain, snow, sleet, or shine. We had a car show. So there was a guy, a couple guys there that were building this really cool Resto Mod Mustang. And it had a really trick. You would appreciate this. Coilover suspension for the rear and coilovers for the front. But so, basically a bolt-on for, you know, the Mustang uh, shock tower type suspension. So and uh, gonna, is our guest on the line? Oh, okay. Well, anyway, okay. hey, I'm going to finish the story later. But on the way back, that's an amazing story, i got to tell you. Hey, it's time to just about introduce our guest, but we're going to go to a little, I guess we're going to go to a little, uh, we got a little something queued up for our guest, don't we? Yeah, you want to do a little... Let's, uh, do, let's do a little song for him, and we'll do this little movie clip, and then we're going to bring our guest on. Sounds like a plan, man. Sounds like a plan? Sounds okay, like stick plan. around. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio, Radio and, cars. and Cars. And Cedric, tell us who the uh, musician is today. This is uh, Audie Blaylock and Redline. And Redline. Okay, so there's a little bluegrass for you guys. So uh, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Tony Curtis is brave, of course. But he's never been as brave as this before. Jack Lemmon. Funny? Naturally. But never so fantastically funny as this. Men chasing Natalie Wood? Not surprising, but never so frantically before. has ever been as great as they are in the world's greatest comedy, The Great Race. It's the greatest. It's the gayest. It's the wildest. It's the funniest. be with Jack Lemon as Professor Fate, the meanest villain that ever twirled a mustache. Tony Curtis as the great Leslie, gallant lover and heroic daredevil. Natalie Wood as Maggie Dubois, loveliest of lovely damsels in distress. Peter Falk, Keenan Wynn, Larry Storch, Dorothy Provine, it's the fabulous around-the-world race from New York to Paris. A rambunctious, rib-busting riot of a race. Its high points only outrun by the hilarity of what happens in between heats. You are an emancipated woman, Mr. Bond. And I am an emancipated man. They'll lead you a merry chase on land. Under the sea and in the air. You'll never stop laughing once you've started the great race. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire, host of Car Crazy Television, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back. Thanks, Barry. Hey, uh, guess what? It's time to introduce our special guest of the evening. And this gentleman really needs no introduction. If you've got a vintage car, vintage motorcycle, anything that uses vintage tires, this gentleman is president of Coker Tire. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening my good friend, Corky Coker. Hi, Bob. How are you, buddy? How you been? I have been wonderful. Thank you for having me on tonight. And what a great uh, entry or entree that you did. Uh, very special, and thank you for that. You're very kind. You know, all the great race stuff. And my good friend, Audie Braylon, um, you know, he wrote the theme song for our television show, Back Road Gold, and is a wonderful bluegrass musician, which is one of my loves, one of many. Um, and uh, just thank you. It's always good to be with you. Thank you very much. Well, we got the great race, and it starts this week. Tell us about it, Corky. Oh, yeah. This this is a, this is a wonderful event. Um, 
this year we start in Maine and we come all the way down the East Coast and uh, we we finish at at um, you know in Florida and I know by the way you will be helping with the stop at at our good friends the National Parks Depot at, with Jim and Rick Schmidt and um, we'll be there and or be involved and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you there and and uh, hopefully uh, you'll have an opportunity maybe we can do a little quick clip uh, for all your listeners that are so loyal to you because you're such a great uh, proponent of uh, nostalgic radio and and vintage cars so thank you for that super 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 i hope uh, i look forward to the opportunity in fact i'm going to try to get a whole bunch of people to show up there with us so i'm going to try to bring uh, a little gang of guys from pinellas county up there to, to to celebrate your arrival at national parks depot in ocala that's on the 29th yeah. right that's on the 29th yeah that's uh, I, what, but I've, I've got a problem. What's a gang of guys? Is that a lot? No, no, a gang of guys. Yeah, that's a whole bunch oh, of guys. Gang. Is really a gang. <laughs> I thought that was a Florida, a Florida slang thing. I, you know, I didn't really know what a gang of guys. <laughs> okay. yeah, but, but a bunch of guys. A bunch I, of guys. I, that's I it. it a, hey. whole, a, a whole lot of us. A whole lot. Now wait a minute. I understand you're going to make a stop in Jacksonville. Is that true? Are you going to do a thing with Molly Hatchet up there? Well, we we have a little stop, uh, you know, all the way down the east coast, and uh, you know, can't tell, you know, you know, I'd have to, you know, send the boys from Alabama to take care of you. So <laughs> I gave, gave all the secrets away. But, oh, sorry about that. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. We, you know, we I appreciate all, you know, any any publicity is good publicity, but you know, great race is such a fun thing because it's family entertainment. It's uh, you know, it's about you know America. Apple pie, God and country. You know, we say a prayer for safety. We say a prayer for Thanksgiving at every stop. And, you know, we need a little bit more of that today. We need a whole lot more of that, quite frankly. You know, we've got so many problems in this country, and great race is just a happy time. We stop into wonderful towns all along the way, and we see smiles, and families come out, and they see old cars, and they see fathers and sons and wives and, and husbands and um, you know, brothers doing this great race, and it's just a great event. And it's a high-speed endurance rally, too, by the way. And these folks can earn a lot of money, so they're motivated, and they're passionate about what they're doing. And, you know, for poker tire companies, this thing is this, but you know what? They're wearing out tires. <laughs> they're wearing out tires. Okay. Yeah. Amen to that, right? Amen to that, yeah. I need to be kept up in the manner with which I've grown accustomed. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. You're honest. That's good. That's good. Yeah, well, that's, that's, we need a little bit more of that today, too. You know, All right, so... Okay what, to make a profit, but, you know, we, we have a good time doing great race, and, and um, you know, there'll be 100 cars, and, you know, folks from Germany, from Japan, from all over the United States, and they're going to be rallying, and... It's a, it's a really intense, fun deal that uh, these folks will be doing all next week. We start on Saturday in Maine, and uh, we go uh, right away into New Hampshire and to Vermont and Massachusetts and then New York and on down Delaware and uh, New Jersey or Delaware and on down through the East Coast. Um, the stops at lunch and, and at noon and uh, each of these towns, they come out, and it's one of the finest, most fun things that happen in each of these towns. So, um, you know, you see all these wonderful cars, uh, wonderful race cars. There's uh, Hudson's, and um, uh, I think there's a uh, Delahaye. 
or a really unique car from the Kari auctions. And, you know, this year it, uh, again, is sponsored by Hemings Motor News, presented by Haggerty. So it's a great event, um, and these are great sponsors. So come on out, you know, to Ocala and, you know, Jacksonville and, and uh, at the Villages and see all these great cars. It's a great fun time. What's the oldest car in the race this year? Do you know? This year, I'm not sure. I think it's the 1911 Vili this year. I About in 2003, my son and I uh, competed in a, a 1909 Lozier. But uh, uh, Howard and Douglas Sharp won three years ago in a 1911 Vili, and I think they just feel like they have a chance again to, you know, they put new rubber on it and, and, um, and polish it up and, done some fix-up things, and they're out and, out and about ready trying to win again in that 1911 V-Lee. Okay. And what do you... No, but a V-Lee is, by the way, a V-Lee is, is the automobile uh, wing of John Deere Motors back years ago. John Deere Company made an automobile, and they called it a V-Lee, V-E-L-I-E, in Moline, Illinois. Really? So we're talking John Deere as in John Deere, the tractor company? John Deere, the tractor company, made automobiles, and they sold them for up until the 20s, and then they went out of business, or they shut the Beely company down and concentrated on what we know today is probably the best uh, tractor in, in the United States of America. Okay, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how, many, how, uh, many, how many cars are going to be in the event this year? You know, I, I didn't hear from our race director, Jeff Stum, before he left on Monday, but I think we've got about 98 or 9 cars this year. There might be over 100. I hope there was. That was his goal, to have over 100. But, you know, one thing that we do with Great Race is we allow high school teams to come to get involved in old cars and to learn about uh, vintage car racing and rallying uh, with their old cars, so we get young people involved in the hobby, and I'm telling you, that works. I, my, in my life, I'm living through my son-in-law, Greg Cunningham, came into vintage cars by the Great Race, got, and, and became in love with it, won the Great Race in 2005, I moved into Chattanooga from uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma, to run our restoration shop at Onyx Charlie Garage, and, um, he came and um, doggone it, he fell in love with my daughter, and now I have three grandsons, and you know, so I'm very thankful for great racing and X cupping and getting young people involved in vintage cars. Well, super. Now, wait a minute. You mentioned you have a restoration shop. I didn't know that. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's it's called Honest Charlie. Honest Charlie Speed Shop was the first mail order speed shop in the country. Started in 1948. Uh, by a gentleman named Honest Charlie Card. He actually started in a uh, restaurant in, in the 40s. He, he, you know, after the war, he had what was called a blue plate special. He would have, uh, you know, meet and three every day, downtown Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it was probably a dollar twenty-five or something like that. And he just had a cigar box up front and let everybody make their own change and pay for their meals. And he said, I'm honest, are you honest, Charlie Card? So he got involved in drag racing, and he raced at Ormond Beach, 
he got, you know, he, he uh, made some records on pump gas at Ormond Beach and uh, started selling parts by mail order. And Honest Charlie's Big Shop built into a huge, big business. And they went out of business in the in the 90s. And, and uh, uh, my friend, uh, Mike Goodman, and I cranked it back up and got it rolling. And now we have a restoration shop. And my son-in-law, Greg, does that. And we rebuild, revive, and, and uh, restore just about anything. We've got a number of cars in the shop right now. And that particular uh, business entity is where we focused uh, the television show that ran on the travel channel called Back Road Go. And that's where uh, my friend and, and uh, the music that all the listeners heard, Audie Blaylock, came, comes into the picture. He wrote a theme song for that show on the travel channel called um, uh, Have You Found What You've Been Looking For, which is a wonderful song. Tell us a little bit about the TV show now, Back, Back Road Gold. It's on the Travel Channel, right? And now, have you yep. just completed your first season? Is that it? Yeah, we, we did the first season and uh, had eight episodes. It was a, a really wonderful time. My my son-in-law, Greg, was on it. He was kind of the straight man and rode with me, and we, we would scour the back roads of America looking for old cars. My daughter, Casey, was on it, and let me tell you, she's just the real star of the show. And my my 84-year-old father was on it, and he would provide us leads. And, you know, it's a reality show, and, and we went out finding cars, and that's what I do. You know, I, I love old cars. And um, now, you know, today I just spent the day at the farm with my grandson, so I wasn't out looking for cars but uh, enjoyed uh, the benefits of my my uh, son and uh, grandson or my son-in-law and my daughter and uh well, this this show was uh, ran eight episodes, and we uh, went all the way to Hollywood, California, to Greenville, South Carolina, and bought and actually restored a number of cars. And uh, it has run eight episodes now. We don't know if they'll they'll re up it or not, but if they do, that's fine. And if they don't, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not sad because I learned a lot and had a good time doing it. Tell us, uh, take us through one or two of the episodes. What is what was some of the most unique cars that you found? Well, we, we, we found a uh, 69 GTO triple black um, uh, uh, judge that uh, was a barn fine original car. Beautiful car. I was not able to buy it, but I was able to buy a number of cars. I, I found a 47 Chrysler Town & Country that my dad restored in the late 60s, excuse me, 60s, early 70s. And uh, the lieutenant colonel in the Air Force that he restored it for, showed it a, a couple of years and then put it in a storage unit, got married, had a family, died, and his widow kept paying for the storage. It was in the storage unit for 40 years. She called, and we went and bought it, and um, it uh, it's an interesting thing. The very interesting spin of the story that we played out on television, didn't tell my dad about it. My dad... Uh, restored the car. He didn't know about it. I found it, bought it, and restored it, fixed it again, and gave it to him on the last episode. And he, you could have seen, he, he cried big crocodile tears. My dad, uh, getting that car that he restored for this guy, and, you know, and, and, you know, 40 years ago, 40 years ago. So it was a really wonderful event. And, um, 
that's what our show was about was about um you know family things and good stuff and and uh giving of your heart and um you know showing passion for old cars and america um we didn't have any bleeping or anything like that on our show it it's a good wholesome show and maybe because of that we might not get renewed but uh if that's the case so be it i don't care well, Corky, I think you do an excellent job, and I think, uh, you know, it's kind of like the Duck Dynasty guys. You know, it's all about uh, good old America. It's all about values and morals and, you know, family life. And uh, same here on this show. At the end of every show, I always say, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family, you know. Uh, if, you, if you don't, you know, at the end of the day, we might have, you know, i got a whole carload of cars, I'm telling you about. We, I've got a bunch. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the love of my family my friends and my relationship with God in heaven. That's all that matters. That's true. We can have a lot of fun, and we can, you know, enjoy, be safe. All those things are really important. At the end of the day, what really matters is the love of our family, the love of our friends, and our love for God in heaven. That's really all that matters. Absolutely. Amen. Yep. Hey, let me ask you a question. Let's talk about some of your some of the cars in your collection. What's the oldest car in your collection? Because every year at Amelia, you bring something really amazing. <laughs> and you and you taught me something this year. I didn't know that what the term underslung meant, and you explained yeah. that to me on that on that one car that you had there. Yeah, that was you know I worked with Bill Warner this last year to uh, help have a whole uh, section of cars there for underslungs, and got a number of cars there on display. And what happens with an underslung is the frame rails run underneath the axles for your listeners. Okay, and uh, there were several cars like Regal and. And Coy and and uh, American made in Indianapolis uh, that made underslungs and they're beautiful cars. But I guess you know by my uh, earliest car probably you know there are earlier cars. My dad has a few earlier. He has an '03 and an '04. But I have a 1908 American Simplex, 50 horsepower Indianapolis race car. That it's an interesting car because it's a two cycle. Now. You probably have written a Husqvarna or a, you know, a, uh, an off-road or a, you know, a, a enduro bike that's two-cycle. It seems to run real rough and smoke a little bit when it's in low RPMs, et cetera. But when you get it in its power band, it just takes off and it's like a bear. This American Simplex is the same way, but it's 1908. It's a 1908 American Simplex, 50 horsepower for 1908. That is an amazing amount of horsepower. Uh, a Model T only had like 20. So this car will do big big speed. I've had it to 75 miles an hour, and it's a little two-seater with just buckets and you know a steering wheel and big gas tank, but that's a fun car. Um, but, you know, I like muscle cars, too. I like early race cars, brass cars, European cars. Um, you got a big problem. I, I like them all. But, um, <laughs> it's a big um, talking about your little uh, your nineteen oh your uh, little race car there. Did you have that at uh, was it two weeks ago? The Indy had following the the Indy five hundred. They had like a vintage race going on there for about a week. Were you there at that event? That event? Yeah, no, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there this year. I was there um, a couple years in uh, two thousand and eleven. And I'll tell you, a car that we built in the Honest Charlie garage that we had there and debuted, it's a really fun story uh, that you, your listeners might enjoy. Um, the winner of the uh, first 
uh, Indy 500 was a Marmon wasp. It was made by Marmon Company in, uh, in Indiana, and uh, it was driven by a guy named Ray Haroon. And, you know, in about um, 2006 or seven, a guy came to me and said, hey, we're doing a movie about that first Indy 500. We want to recreate all the cars that ran in the first race. And um, we're seeking our funding now. And I just said, well, here I go. I'm going to build this first car for you and and uh, for me, and I'll loan it to you until uh, you get up on your feet. And anyway, we built this car. I, I, I borrowed the original Marmon Wash from the Indy 500 Museum brought it down and measured it and built this car and headed it to 2011 Indy 500. The, the, the son, the 93-year-old son of Ray Haroon, who won the first race, was there. His son was there. 1911, 2011. Wow. His 93-year-old son was there. So he, he was standing next to my car and says, oh, I'd love to get in that. So I pick him up, put him in it, start it. And it's shooting flames and smoke and oil and all that sort of stuff. And it was just a really surreal, wonderful experience. A um, hundred years later, Ray Haroon's son was in my replica of my 1911 Marmon Wasp. So, you know, those are fun experiences around collector cars that you have. And you'll never forget. And um, uh, I've been very blessed to be in a hobby that I love. And uh, the people that uh, are the best in the world, because car people actually, Bob, you know it, and I know it, are the best people in the world. So uh, we're both blessed, aren't we? We certainly are. We certainly are. And that was just a really priceless moment to be able to have the grand, the son of the Not original the grandson, yeah, the, grand, the son, the son, exactly in the yeah. car. That's amazing. That's amazing. He actually signed the cow, and his name is Richard Ray Haroon. He signed the cow of my car with a permanent marker. And then, oddly enough, you know, he went to be with the Lord about four months after that. So, you know, I have that experience. It's really pretty amazing. That's cool. And God's given me a whole lot of experiences, a whole lot of good people like yourself, you know, who love cars and love people. And, you know, we need to be rallying those kind of folks, doing good stuff and having good times and loving our families and going out and, and, um, listening to radio and coming to great race things and having good times. Super. Well, let me answer this, Corky. Um, you're going to be at Pebble Beach uh, in August, right? Oh, yeah. I'll be in Pebble Beach. Okay, super. Now, I'll, I'll do, do you go to uh, do the uh, Concourse America up in uh, Detroit, the old uh, Meadowbrook show? Are you going to be at that event? Uh, sometimes I'm there. I don't know if I'm going to be there this year or not, but... Uh, you know, we'll we'll certainly hook up if, if I'm there. That's for sure. Okay. Well, I plan on being out of Pebble. That's uh, kind of what. That's the, the, when you say that Pebble Beach Monterey Car Week is something that everybody has to do at least once before they go to the great racetrack in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is a. Uh, it is a real surreal experience. There's something to do every day, from you know the Jet Center to the Concourse Italiano to all the. Auctions from Meekum to RM to Gooding to the Pebble Beach and Stravaganza on, on Sunday. Imagine driving a, a Mercer race about a, across the 18th green of the Pebble Beach golf course. Well, I've done that, you know, and that's really just pretty cool. So, uh, you know, and go to Laguna Seca and 
and um, you know rub elbows with uh, Carol Shelby. Can't do that now, but you know I've done that, and you know I've been with Derek Bell and Phil Hill and all those guys, and you know it's just really a surreal experience, and it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, event for, uh, that's for car enthusiasts around the world. Well, like you mentioned, you know, some of those names, I mean, it's, it gives the average guy the opportunity to meet the legendary racers, drivers, car builders, engineers, everybody associated with the sport, the hobby, during Monterey Car Week, because they're all there. They're all accessible. And that's priceless in itself. And there's no other event that I can think of in the country um, where you can do that, really, is there? Yeah, that's, that's probably true. You know, we... we I'll go to the SEMA show, which is a business-to-business deal. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I go to the Hershey every year. And, you know, there's Retromobile in Paris, and, and there's Bewley in, in England. And, you know, there's the Moon Moon Eye show in Japan. And a lot of lot of wonderful events. Agostila and Doya and, and out right outside of Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. But, you know, the folks are all, our good friends are all at... Uh, Monterey uh, Car Week, and, and uh, it's a wonderful time. But bring your coat in August. In Monterey, <laughs> it's cold. It's always cold there, isn't it? Yeah, and then also the other event that's probably the number two or one-and-a-half event or equally as good as Pebble Beach is Bill Warner's Amelia Island. There's no other event on the eastern seaboard that competes with Bill's um, concourse, is there? No, there's not. You know, actually, it's you know Amelia Island is my favorite concourse. Pebble is the oldest, and they're the kind of granddaddy, so everybody kind of gives it to them. But mm-hmm. Amelia Island is absolutely the most fun. If you're going to only go to one co- one concourse a year, go to Amelia Island because it's friendly, it's perfect. The people are, um, you know, you just don't beat you know the, all the organization that Bill gives it and uh, uh, the folks at Amelia Island Concourse. And the Ritz Carlton and, and all the grounds there are wonderful, and uh, it's just a fun event. So I wouldn't miss it for the world. I usually bring my family, and we like to dress up in period clothes and have a good time. So uh, you know, if your listeners are around Jacksonville, Amelia Island next year, and the end of March, first of April, come to the concourse. It's a wonderful event, and it supports good um, charity. So absolutely, be there. Now, you mentioned SEMA. Now, last year at SEMA, you guys won the 2013 Best New Product Award. Tell us a little bit about that. Boy, you're doing your homework, buddy. You you mentioned Audie Blaylock. You're talking great race. You've done your homework. You're on top of it. Thank you. If your listeners don't know that, this guy is on top of it and is really working hard for you guys. So you need to invite your friends to listen in to him. And nostalgic radio and cars um, every every time it's on air because he does a great job. Yeah, we did. Uh, we won uh, new product of the year, and it's uh, it's a it's a really interesting product. It's a it's a tire that is made with modern technology, radio construction for collector cars. It's made in no in an old original by Flamel. All the tire factory said it couldn't be done. But our engineer said, yes, it can, and we pursued it, continued to pursue it, tested it, and uh, we're shipping tires out now. It's an American classic, uh, 88 series, original profile, tall and skinny, 
a radio car made it by Fine Home. So it's a bicycle crate. Wonderful product, and we're selling uh, a bunch of them. We're very thankful. Now, does that tire come in different dimensions for different applications and different profiles? It comes in, in mostly the narrow profile. So okay. it really fits 40s and 50s and 60s cars. So you're looking at, you know, from 560-15 for, like, front runners for hot rods and, and uh, VW Beetles to 670 R15s, the big Cadillac 820 R15. So a great tire, great look, great profile, with nostalgic uh, appearance and modern technology. Uh, we're very thankful, and, and they're right, made right here in the United States of America. And it's a real radio. It's not a grind-in, glue-on, you know, appearance of uh, uh, like those old portal walls that you, you could still get and flop, flop around on the sidewalls. It's a, it's a real radio tire with a wide white wall. Super. Now, speaking of which, since you said made in America, I also understand somewhere I was reading, I think it came in through SEMA, that you got, you know, how you get the SEMA reports every month, that you guys opened up a factory in California someplace? Yes, sir, we sure did, Bob. We we, uh, we have a 100,000 square foot facility in City of Industry that um, was, uh, in, our grand opening was earlier this spring, and we manufacture um Steel and wire wheels uh, made here in America for muscle cars, hot rods, antique cars, um, and we, you know, we've got about, uh, as I mentioned, hundred thousand square feet, forty employees. We also distributed all of our tire products uh, on the West Coast. Uh, from there, we ship tractor trailer loads of tires from Chattanooga, Tennessee, out to Los Angeles to the city of industry, and then ship a. Uh, tractor trailer load of, of uh, muscle car wheels and hot rod wheels back. We make about a thousand wheels a day in that facility. It's a wonderful facility, great employees, all made in America, imported from Los Angeles. Wow. Well, Corky, if anybody wants to find out about the great race, Coker Tire, where can they find out more information? Well, Bob, we have uh, a number of uh, websites that you could go on and find about our products it's cokertire.com c-o-k-e-r-t-i-r-e.com or you can find out about the great race check out the schedule come see us have a great time it's free uh, you can buy a brochure and, and the souvenir program and find out about the racers you can find out about that at greatrace.com that's as it sounds g-r-e-a-t-r-a-c-e.com or you can find out about our wheels at wheelventiques.com. And, um, you know, I just thank you so much for being on your radio show. Sorry I had a little uh, busy schedule That's earlier okay. in the month, and I'm glad I got to catch up with you and be with you. Enjoy being with you every time, so please invite me back. I certainly will. And don't forget, what about Honest Charlie's? You want to mention oh, Honest Oh, yeah. Yeah, the original Honest Charlie Speed Shop. You know, we've got, um, you know, cars for sale there. Some of the cars that we actually even bought on the Back Road Go television show, you can find those on, on the little link where it says Barn Finds for Sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is honestcharlie.com. Now, Charlie is spelled a little differently because Mr. Charlie Card spelled it with an E-Y. That's, that's A-H-O-N-E-S-T-C-H-A-R-L-E-Y.com honestcharlie.com so check 
check it out, and you know maybe you can find a cool barn find. There's a there's a '34 Pierce era sedan on there, a '34 Packard Roadster. Uh, we sold a Trans Am, got a '67 RS Camaro convertible for sale, a, a, a BMW convertible, and uh, all kinds of neat stuff. Oh, there's a '39 Chevrolet two door barn fine hot rod ready to go without engine and everything chopped and chowled ready to go and it's a steal all those type, all those cars are pretty reasonable too but of course everything's always reasonable from us that's super well Corky I want to thank you I want to thank my special guest this evening don't forget to check out the great race don't forget next weekend at National Parts Depot up in the villages Corky will make his grand entrance with the great race Next Saturday, right? Yes, that's right. And if you've got a Mustang, a Chevelle, a Camaro, or a, any kind of, of collector car, don't forget about National Parts Depot. And, you know, this is the Hemmings Motor News Great Race presented by Haggerty. So come check it out and say hello to us. And, you know, you, you won't miss me. I'm the ugly guy, country boy with a big gray mustache. <laughs> Okay, my good friend, my good friend, Corky Coker from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Corky, thank you very much for coming on the show. Always great to be with you, Bob. Take care, my good friend. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Well, Alan, you're back. Yeah. That was a cool interview. Corky's a cool guy. It's going to be a great event, so I'm going to try to get everybody, all my listeners, you you know what we're thinking about doing? We're thinking about maybe caravanning up there. So that would be kind of cool to give them a big welcome reception up there at uh, National Parts Depot. Our good friends Rick Schmidt and them up there. And uh, but anyway, let me finish my story, okay? Oh, back okay, to that. Okay. Back to the story here. Coming back to because this because you're probably wondering why I look like I've been sleeping for five days in a row, and I look I, pretty. I didn't notice anything different. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing my trusty, crusty undies. Oh, did I say too much? Oops, sorry okay. about that. But that anyway. we don't, TMI, yeah. <laughs> so here's what happened. Here's what happened. My buddy Pete <laughs> and his buddy Todd and I we trucked all the way out rest, right? Tulsa, and then their wives and their and uh, and Todd's dad showed up, and it was pretty cool. So we got to see all the old buddies that we know, you know, throughout the country, you know, all the Shelby guys and Mustang guys and everything like that. Kind of a big celebration, a big send off, and I got the chance to meet some really cool people, interview some neat people, and stuff like that. And I got to drive. I just started to talk about that that Resto Mod car with that trick suspension. Right. Well, it had that new Coyote motor, and the new three hundred two, okay, or five zero motor is called a Coyote. I think it's two thousand twelve up or whenever they came out with that, and that's also the motor is going to be in the new two thousand fifteen, which was also there on display okay and uh so i got a chance to drive that car and i'm not a real big resto mod fan because i'm Wait, an old, where's the car you know 69 mustang okay. it was a 69, yeah. yeah i should have prefaced by saying that yeah. they also had a 60 because yeah. they handle uh, well with this yeah. new suspension yeah. on it it really kind of made it kind of a new car again so it was really cool so i'm changing my tune a little bit on resto mods but you know what that's a story for another show right. let me get back to my story we left we started heading back because i had to be here yesterday to get stuff ready for today's show, right? So we left on Sunday afternoon from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We drove south to Dallas, okay? And we cut across Dallas, Plano, went into Shreveport, went south, and we made it to Alexandria. No, no, we made it to uh, just outside of Shreveport that night. Now, the, uh, <laughs> here's where I'm going with it. So they decided, let's say, rather than to crash in the car like we typically do, they figured, ah, let's just go hit a motel. Well, it's kind of uncomfortable when you got three guys in two beds. So I got, since I'm the low man on the totem pole, 
Har, har, har. <laughs> I got the crash in the truck. Those guys had a nice, comfy sleep. Then we woke up the next morning, and then we went to the, not the cuddle, but the huddle house, okay? <laughs> so we went to the huddle house for breakfast. I'm throwing all these innuendos in there. This is a family show. But anyway, so then we get on the road, right? We're boogieing down the road. Now, every day, we check the tire. We had one flat on the way out there, okay? We switched the tire. On the way back, you know, we thought everything was fine. Now, he had his bearings and stuff like that replaced on the truck last year. Okay, now, you know how it is. You can put a set of bearings on the car, all four at the same time. One, two, or none may have any problem, but one could have a problem. Well, we're driving down the road. Guess what? This guy pulls up beside us, honks his horn, is hollering out the window and stuff like that, and pointing at the back of the trailer. At that point, we pulled off the road. The wheel was just about to walk off the hub. Okay, so we lost it. Now, we got the car inside. There's no way we could fix it because we killed the race. We killed the bearings. We just broke the um, axle. We we destroyed this. Yeah. Now, I thought it was just a stub axle, but it's... Trailer, yeah. Exactly. So we had to back the car out. Now, the car, I will say, was a fresh concourse trailer queen Ford product. I'm I'm not going to incriminate anybody here, okay? Factory Ford. Cedric, can I have another minute or two? No? (laughs) We're already four over. Oh, man. It's going to take me another minute or two. But anyway, long and the short of it is... We had. To, I'll finish this. If we if we get if we start uh, some music, start I the hope music. It rained. It did. It <laughs> yes. Did. And we got yes. this trailer queen. I'm gonna have to finish the story next week. Tune into Nostalgic Radio and Cars next week, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. for the most legendary, fascinating names in motorsports. I want to thank my special guest, Corky Coker. Don't forget the Great Race. Don't forget Honest Charlie. Don't forget Vintage Tires. Don't forget uh, we're gonna meet at National Parks Depot next Saturday. Right? I think it's the 29th. Alan, thanks for tuning in. Bobby, thanks for your work. Cedric, great job. You and Bobby on the uh, sound effects. Don't forget to tell your friends to tune in every Tuesday, 7 o'clock for the National... For, uh, what's the name of the show? Oh, Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio Cars, Gulfstream Motorsports. Uh, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Check out our website. I uh, hope to see some of the car shows. How am and I doing? The rest good. Of the riveting story. <laughs> yeah, the, and the, I'll finish the my riveting story next on. week. And stay tuned for the suspense for part two. Uh, same bad time, same bad station. Everybody stay safe, drive carefully, love your family, and uh, we'll be here next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you junk cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You junk cracker.